everyone. Welcome back to the Who Actually Knows podcast. This is episode 25, and it is not a solo episode. I am staring at my two guests who are at my apartment giggling their way through this podcast episode. And if you guys can guess, I've talked about them on the podcast before. They were my two roommates post-grad. My Chicago roommates, this is episode 25, the Chicago roomie edition hot seat. So welcome, <laughs> Cami, Carico, and Katie Bros. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry, I have a deep voice. <laughs> How are you guys today? No, that's a bad question. How does it feel to be in L.A.? Oh, we feel amazing. This has been a long time coming. We've been wanting to visit Emma for forever, Labor Day was the perfect time, and we're finally here. First time in California. Let's go, baby. I know. It's your first time, and Cammie, you've been in California before. It's also not Katie Rose's first time, oh, but she okay. hasn't been here since student council outing in Allegedly. LA. Allegedly. <laughs> but yes, first time as an adult with a fully formed brain, so it's been a lot of fun. Oh, not even like, fully formed yet. It not forms, even fully formed. You have seven months left, six months of forming your brain. We don't need to remind me. Cammie just put me in blast. So. <laughs> But no, we're very I, I, I'm so excited to have you guys. Um, and so, yeah, to give you guys a little bit of a background between Cami, Katie, and myself, we met in college. We met freshman year because we all joined the same sorority. And then later in the year, well, Katie actually was the first to join yeah, PGM. She was, and she then was we ahead followed. of the times. Yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah. She was a trendsetter. So, what? Uh, we joined PGN, so we knew each other from a professional business fraternity and a sorority, and then we have been friends for, like, six years now. Oh, wow. Longer than that. Yeah, that's crazy. We graduated two years ago. And we six and counting. Six and counting. That's, there that you was go. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Six and counting. Yeah. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> but these two are, like, two of my absolute best friends, so I'm so excited for you guys to, like, get to know them and... We're going to chat a little bit about post-grad, your living situation, and then we're going to get into a huge hot seat with them, which I'm so excited for. But we have a lot of fun stuff coming up this weekend. So this is a Thursday that I'm recording it, the week before this will come out. And we just actually came back from Elefante, which you guys liked. Oh, we love Delicious. Number one. It was incredible. Yeah, the eggplant dip and the bread is like my, that was my favorite. I could literally... And so then tomorrow we are doing a going out night at Winston House. But before I'm taking them to Pilates and Erewhon for their smoothie. So we're going to do the whole shebang. And Saturday, the whole Malibu day. And Sunday, I'm taking them to my favorite restaurant in L.A., Dudley Market. We're probably going to hit Waterfront during the day and do the Hollywood sign hike. So literally, (laughs) we are hitting all of the hot spots. And I am so excited. Um, it feels actually really good to show what, like two of my best friends, my life out here. But like I said, Cami and Katie were my roommates post-grad for the first year. And it was such a fun living situation. One, because I feel like we all were so close from college and everything. And then moving post-grad, you're going through such a transition. And it was nice to come home to like two girls who you literally could like hang out with or watch a movie and not talk and just feel like so comfortable. And it's also fun to navigate a new part of life with two of your best friends um but I'm interested to hear your guys's opinions what did you guys like about your post-grad living situation with us three first year out of college 
I think, first of all, we got so lucky with our apartment, but it's more important about the people that are in the apartment. It's the first apartment. I think we got very lucky, one, because we were living with such great people, and I think there's a big scare about the transition after college and going into, like, the workforce and, like, not having, you know, like, I don't know, childhood anymore. And so I think it was just a lot easier to do that with your close friends around. Everyone was going through the same things. Um, And then just coming home to you guys still kind of felt like it was, like, fun and young and whatnot. I think it's, like, how comfortable you are with your roommates. Like, for example, we had been so close all through college that it almost made the transition, like, seamless. Like, we were best friends in college, best friends post-grad, and it was just so perfect. Like, if you were navigating a completely different life, like, you're working every day. We went from college, like, going to class but like going out at night and now we're just having a full-time schedule so it was really nice to navigate like the hard times at work or adjusting to Chicago or just there's so many stressors of just navigating change in general that it's nice to have a constant in your life and have each other that it was really nice just to fall back on each other either through the good like hey I want to do this tonight I want to try this restaurant let's go to this museum and having someone be like yeah like let's try that we haven't seen that before or just being like hey I'm having a bad day let's sit on the couch and just Let's not talk about it. Like, it was just nice to have somebody there that kind of got it. And we definitely had each other through college. We'll have each other then and now. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's a good way of putting it is, like, having a constant to lean on, especially during a transition. Um, Because, yeah, you guys were definitely two people, like, no matter what. It felt like I always knew I had something to fall back on, which gives you more confidence to, like, kind of go out and navigate that change. Um, So I love it. That was a great answer. And did anything, like, during post-grad, because I feel like when I was graduating, I would always ask people older than me, like, oh, like, what should you expect post-grad? And everyone's, like, they, like, never really had, like, an answer. So, like, I don't want you to answer the question of what should you expect, but did anything really, like, surprise you about post-grad? I think everyone kind of portrays post-grad as a very depressing time where you're, like, you're not in college anymore you have to adjust to adulthood but I actually like really loved the adjustment overall I think it was healthy to have a routine after the fact seeing people it's a lot more intentional like with your lifestyle who's in your life like who you're making the effort to see and I think at the end of the day like kind of having that balance throughout the week and then like celebrating on the weekends is just a lot more of a healthier lifestyle and I just feel like you're a lot more productive you're happier throughout the week and kind of just making more selfish choices in the best kind of way I completely echo that. I was actually going to say the same thing about making things intentional. Like, for example, you're at college and your proximity is everything. You live in the house with, for example, we had 20 girls in one house. We go to live in Chicago and we're like, oh, now we're all going to be in different apartments. We're spread out. Like, when are we going to see each other? But we were so intentional about our time where, for example, in college, you see each other every day and you take it for granted and you kind of are like, oh, I'll, I'll... I'll see you at lunch, like stuff like that. And I think it's just more fulfilling now that you can go about your own day, your own routine and you're working and you're like, hey, let's grab dinner after work. And it's more intentional of a conversation than just in passing. I don't know. I feel like I didn't expect that post-grad because you come from college and you're always busy doing so much activities and stuff that you're like, how will I navigate that now with work? And it's just, you realize you don't have to be doing everything as much as you did in college. It's kind of more... You have a routine, you have work, you have more, not purpose in life, I would say at all, but more like structure. And I was not expecting to like that because I loved the freedom of college, but I would say unexpectedly I like having more structure in my life and not feeling obligated to do so much all the time. 
Yeah, I think post-grad comes with like a newfound independence, which it's either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. I personally love it. And I think the girls touched on it like so much of you one have to be intentional with your time and you have to figure out like what fulfills you. And that can be so scary, especially being so young, like you don't know you're still learning about yourself. Like we're still so young. I'm sure in two years, like what fulfills me now is not going to fulfill me then. So it's like if you have the positive outlook of like figuring that out, I think, I mean, and I hope you guys agree, but post-grad is like, I th- I've loved it. Oh yeah. Would oh. you guys say the same? A hundred percent. More than I expected. For yeah. sure. Love it. Yeah. It's so like- for everyone who's like is graduating or entering their senior year, don't be afraid of, like, the real world. Like, some people are like, oh, it's, like, the rest of your life. Like, think of it as, like, oh, like, I get to, like, choose and create how I spend the rest of my life. And I feel like it's almost like when people graduate or they're still in college, they're like, oh, do you, like, miss it? And I'm like, I miss the idea of it, but I don't miss it necessarily. Like, we left it all there. We had so much fun, but it's – you miss the people in the place, but you don't miss actually the routine of being there, which is kind of comforting. Yeah. Like, looking back, being like, I loved what I did, but – I also love what I have now, which is a great spot to be in. Mm -hmm. If you just graduated and are moving to Chicago, would you have any advice to give yourself? I think kind of speaking to like the same last point, like the biggest piece of advice is like, it is an adjustment from college to say like the least, but at the end of the day, it's like such a great time to focus on yourself and kind of give yourself that space to grow what you like, prioritize what you want. College itself is just a very different lifestyle. Um, and then when you go to work, it's kind of just prioritizing, obviously, like, the day-to-day work. But kind of, like, the time outside of work becomes a lot more influential in kind of who you are as a person. So I think the biggest piece of advice was not being so caught up in what everyone else is doing and just focusing on what's making you happy. I know we've talked about this at least, like, this trip. But whether that's, like, taking a night into yourself, um, going out with friends, grabbing dinner, seeing your family. Like, there's a lot of different things to balance. But kind of always making sure whatever you want is at the forefront. Oh, totally. I echo that. We actually talked about this at dinner. Mm -hmm. I was saying, like, in college, I feel like everyone's always posting on Snapchat or Instagram. Like, I'm doing this. I'm doing X, Y, Z. And you constantly feel every night like you have to be doing something. So kind of navigating to the real world. I was like, okay, like I'm working every day, but I feel like I have to do something to fill my bucket, whether it's going to a restaurant, going to, like, like I said earlier, like you always feel like you have to be doing something and proving to someone that you're doing something. So I feel like if I could go back, I'd say like, this isn't college anymore. You don't have as much freedom to be doing something every night and that's okay. Like what I would tell myself is develop a routine because your own routine and what you do for yourself matters more than proving that you're doing something every night and that you're filling your buckets and you're fulfilled in other other ways like fulfill yourself first type of thing and it's it's really hard to navigate from college to the real world because there are so many outlets and things to do but you have so much time to do all those things you don't have to fit them all in right away you have you'll have years to try different restaurants and go to different places focus on yourself first get your routine down and that will come and I definitely didn't do that and I think I'm realizing it now that take time for yourself the other things will come it's all a learning process like 100 percent. that like post-grad is literally up and down and learning i completely agree but stay tuned for part two because we are going to do a best of the best chicago hot seat okay you guys like i said i lived with these two fabulous women for a year in chicago so i 
<laughs> I then left Chicago, <sighs> but <laughs> I I know that these girls have experienced a lot. So, what I want to do is a little hot spot. So I'm going to give them a round of questions. So if any of you guys are thinking about moving to Chicago, seriously, listen in and like take notes because this is going to be important. <laughs> what is the best area in Chicago? 100% Lincoln Park. I think Lincoln Park has everything to offer. The cutest neighborhoods, like our favorite time of year is fall. It's very family oriented. So you can walk around, you see like kids and their families in these amazing, beautiful houses. Like you feel like you're in the suburbs. It definitely feels a lot like home in a city aspect you have outlets to everything the l's right there you can go anywhere and i just i mean i love lincoln park there's a reason we've been there for almost like we're going on our third year now and it is just incredible we have the dive bars we have the restaurants and it's just a good change of pace in a big city it definitely feels like a suburb small town or not small town but like small neighborhood (laughs) in our cool ass loft apartment oh oh yeah i mean like exposed brick excuse me (laughs) Okay, well, Lincoln Park is obviously such a... Okay, I don't want to say cop-out answer. I I love Lincoln Park to its core. Um, I think it is, like, a fantastic place. It's also a really great middle ground. Like, you get the city experience. It takes, like, apartment to desk in the office. is like, a 25-minute commute for me, which is awesome. Um, For living, I I do not want to leave Lincoln Park. I love it. Um, It depends also on, like, what you're looking for in terms of, like... Food options, don't get me wrong, Lincoln Park has a great selection. West Loop has a lot of great food. Um, River North is also a close second, potentially even first sometimes, to like the food selection. If I had to rank my number one, I think I would say Lincoln Park. Thank you. Yeah, topping over. I think it depends on the stage of life you're in, but for right now, I think Lincoln Park is the go-to. I know. Uh, Favorite restaurant? Guilt Bar. I will I will stand by that. I love it. It's a great winter restaurant because it's a little bit more indoorsy. I am now drawing a blank on the name of the family of restaurants, but it includes... Hog salt. I'm going to say down the street. I love Bavette's. It's a few spots family, over. Yeah, yeah. Also down the street, best steakhouse ever. Definitely number one. We got Guilt Bar up there too. Like, yeah, but I got to go with Bavette. Best Mexican food. I think Old Pueblo. It's a Lincoln Park staple. I've been struggling with finding a good taco spot, though, so I'm open to any comments on the pod for a good spot. I think Old Pueblo, though, or La Josie in West Loop. I love La Josie. I've heard a lot of good things about La Josie. I've never been there. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe maybe sometime we can go together. I think that'd be, you know, cute, fun of us. Um, don't get me wrong. I love Old Pueblo. It's also three blocks from us, so we so frequent maybe, that yeah. place and... May or may not be considered regulars. I'm kidding, not yet. They don't know our names. No. Um, I really like Mercadito. You took us, your parents took us there, bros. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, that, oh wait, that was and that really place is really tasty. <laughs> oh, that was a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that place is tasty. It's in River North. So, again, kind of depends on the place you want to be. But I thought that was good. Because we went over there that night. We started in what river north that was a scary night and then we got on the party bus and went to the (gasps) casino not that night yes oh my god that's what i'm okay and your go-to bar a lincoln park staple i'm gonna go with it i love halligan's i know that's a hot take it's very crowded at all times but i do think it has a cute little charm there's like a secret door that leads to another bar called hook and hook and ladder um 
Where else do we frequent? I like Kelly's also right by our apartment. You do, yeah. You like I do one. like Kelly's. Yeah. It's a little dive body. I love Halligan. I love Irish Eyes in Lincoln Park. I also kind of love recently, it's called Point and Feather in River North. That's it's a got a pool one. bar. It's really super cute. Um, I'm not going to be basic and say Texan taco, but that is I like a, like that's a new up and coming. But I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't know. What, what about Burwood Tap? Popcorn. You do not seem like you're, okay, your facial expression oh. right now is not selling Bear Red. No, Burwood's kind of divey. They have popcorn. Oh, yeah. That's it's a little bit dark. Chicago is known for their divey bars. Okay, what is best takeout? You guys, I already know your answer. I don't know why you're thinking Red light chicken. I was going to yeah, say, I, I don't know why you guys were Red spattered. light chicken. It's like, my first ever chipotle mayo sauce. I'm not a sauce girl. I'm really weird and I'm picky. And honestly, I think it's my second ever fried chicken. And I've tried all other fried, not all other, that's aggressive, but I've tried a lot of fried chicken now in the city. Red light chicken, forever, number one, stand. Um, Katie Rose and I are both obsessed with red light chicken. I got a full name in there. I know you did. I just wanted to make sure the people knew who you were. Um, I would have to say, unlike Katie, I've tried a lot of spicy mayo. I've tried a lot of chicken sandwiches in my day. Um, red light chicken is by far the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. What is your ideal Friday night? That is very dependent on the week. Um, My ideal Friday night is game night. This is going to sound really of a hot take because I'm kind of like on a down low from going out. I feel like I've been like going out for so long since we've moved to the city. I'm kind of like looking for different outlets besides bars to fulfill my time. And I think I'm really into a game night lately. Like I love like playing cards, like whether it be code names or like fishbowl, like I fill my cup by quality time, and I think having everyone in one place at once, and it's not a bar, like it's your own apartment, you're just like playing games, having fun, laughing, that is my ideal Friday night, just like sitting on the couch, having a beer, playing card games until like 1 a.m., so much fun, like that is, that's more fulfilling than going out, but that also could be the stage of life I'm in, mm-hmm. just looking for something else. I think at the end of the day, too, after the week, you're sometimes kind of burnt out and taking it. Taking it slower, a little bit of a low-key night is just a lot more, and you feel a lot more refreshed come Saturday morning, and just overall a little bit more energized for the weekend. Um, Again, kind of depends on the time of year, like the week that has been had. We used to, like, I think, like, it it depends. Like, we do sometimes go out. Again, it depends on, like, who you've seen, what you've done that week. Um, Recently, it's been a lot more, like, wholesome Friday nights, I would say. I feel like you're so exhausted sometimes by the end of the week that you just kind of want to sit with the people you want to, and... It's a little bit more quality time as opposed to going out and yeah. don't get me wrong we, we we've gone out <laughs> we've done our fair share yeah so it just is dependent it's up and flow. it also all you is know? dependent what is your go-to drink when at dinner i love an espresso martini for sure or i really love a cucumber vodka martini i love like and also like i'm, I'm a big martini girl but dry I do not like a dirty martini. I like a dry martini. Oh hot goodness. take. That's Nobody hot. loves that answer. I'm going I'm to tell the people. I like a dry martini. Depends again on the kind of night we're looking for. If I'm going out afterwards, I think it'll usually be a martini type of night. I like a martini the majority of the time, unlike Katie Rose. Again, full name. Yeah. I'm more of a dirty martini kind of girl. No, but actually I lied. I just realized. I like a vodka Red Bull. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> what is the best coffee in Chicago? Oh, well, I got to say Allure Coffee. We live above a really, really cute coffee shop with the sweetest owner, like the most determined, hardworking guy ever. He 
opened like a standalone coffee shop below us and now he opened another location at lakeview it's super cute and actually i've recently gotten to like chai tea lattes and it is hands down the best in chicago and i'm not even just saying that because we love the owner like it is my go-to favorite chai tea latte so the plug we love him yeah, the owner no matter the best. what every time i go in there he's like so what is your five-year plan i'm like oh i'm just trying to get a coffee yeah, yeah. but we're besties so it's okay i sit there and talk to him now Emma, he still asks about you every time I go in, too. He's like, how is Emma doing? How is she liking LA? He's the best. He is wonderful. What's your best coffee in Chicago? I can't disagree. I think Allure Coffee as Allure. well wins the, wins the award. And what is the best iconic Chicago food to you? I feel like a Chicago hot dog. Um, grew up going to Cubs games, Wrigley Field, and that was kind of <laughs> the treat. I am a weirdo, apparently, per the Chicago style, and I put ketchup on my hot dogs, but that's my vote. I've actually never had ketchup in my life. Um, my favorite, Chica- I know, my favorite Chicago food is definitely deep dish pizza. I grew up like my whole life. Every Sunday, my family did pizza night. It was always like a deep dish Giordano's moment. Yeah, hot take. I'm not a big fan of Lumalnati's. Giordano's is the best. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I definitely love a good deep dish pizza. I'm a, I'm a pizza girl. Yeah, that's, through and through. that's the next question is what is the best deep dish pizza? Oh, Giordano's or Uno's. For sure. Oh, Everyone's going to say Lumalnati's, but Giordano's definitely. Come on, guys. Let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> Keep it real. I'm going to be controversial here. Uh, I don't have a preference. I will eat oh. any deep dish pizza. Okay. Because I think, so when I, when we moved to Chicago, we had like a tasting of a oh, deep yeah. dish pizza. And I think I like Giordano's more than Lou's, ooh, ooh, ooh. but I like Pequod's. Pequod's. Everyone loves Pequod's. Uh, more than any of them. Pequod's is my favorite. It was so saucy, though. It was like very I love sa- sauce. Saucy. I love the sauce. Saucy. Give me the sauce. Okay. What is your favorite Chicago roomy memory? Okay. My favorite memory isn't so much like a memory. It's more of a setting. I don't know if you guys remember. We used to have the cutest ever Christmas tree in our apartment. Like, it was so gorgeous, stunning, like... You would see it and you'd be so happy. And I just remember like in the dead of winter, we're all kind of going through like a seasonal moment. Like everyone's sad. We're like, our jobs are like lagging. Like it's snowing. We're just, we're like, where is the sunshine? Where's the happiness? Like, what are we doing? And I remember one night we all just were like sitting at our big old living room, like dining room table right around the tree. And we were just like sitting there talking about our jobs. And I remember we're just like, you know what? Like, like we're like let's just talk about the happy things and I remember sitting there being around the tree just finally like flipping a switch being like let's make the most of our situation like it's cold we're all struggling to adapt to the city but like let's just like find the happiness I remember we like sat there and we were talking for I think it was like till like 1am we were just like sitting there laughing and it was just like something about the Christmas tree brought so much joy that like even in like the hardest times because Chicago's known for like being like cold dreary winter but I just remember sitting at like our table like with the tree and just it being like a happy memory rather than thinking of Chicago as this like cold drab city it was like you know what like you can find the happiness inside too like it's about the people you know and I I just remember being like that's so special that no matter what's happening outside it just you surround yourself with the good people it's a hard like it's difficult to pick and choose my favorite would be um Emma reminded me the birthday dinner we went to at said guilt bar I'm really promoting this place um overall just a really fun night it was a girls night out on the town um, ended up randomly getting free shots from the waitress because we guessed her name correctly, which was just a shot in the dark. And then the best cookie skillet ever. But the best. 
I think we just had a really fun time, like, sitting and enjoying each other's presence, too. And it was just, like, a cute night on the town. Again, a sad winter, dreary night. But we made the most of it. I remember we were talking about, like, some memories before this, too. And I want to talk about, too, like, our housewarming was so fun. But specifically, like, right before the housewarming, like, we all were, like, finishing work and, like, cleaning the apartment and, like, talking about, like, who we were inviting and what we were wearing. And it was, like the three of us just so excited to like show this new part of our life together but it was like our part and like I feel like the excitement before the housewarming party was like so fun and so new and so fresh and like worlds were colliding it was so I like loved that feeling the calm before the storm is so underrated like getting ready with your girls like blasting music getting dressed putting on your makeup like that is so underrated the best times I'm the biggest stand for the pregame more than going out like Agreed. It's the best to get ready for something. It's the anticipation. Agreed. The pregame is always so much, so much better. Like you keep saying, it's about the people, not the place. And it's about the pregame. Um, well, you guys, Cam Carico and Katie Bros, full names. Whoa. <laughs> um, you guys, I absolutely love you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And we are about to have ourselves a weekend. Oh, we're having a weekend. And just a quick little shout out to Emma. For all the listeners coming from Chicago as her roommates, we just want to say that she is absolutely thriving in L.A. She has made this place her own. So all of you tuning in, listening to her story, you should be so proud of her because she has come such a far away from Chicago and she has just made the most of her situation. And we love her in Chicago dearly, but she has blossomed so much here. So you guys as viewers should be really proud. Oh my God, shut up. I'm going to cry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like I echo all of those sentiments. I'm sorry I'm not as eloquent of a speaker as the Katie Bros, but wow, I'm about to start crying too. I know. Should we just end wow, the podcast I'm like, crying? Thank you. You guys are the best. And if you guys like this episode, please like, comment, and subscribe. And I will talk to you guys next week. Hit that button. <laughs>